3: and welcome back to another episode of don't blame me and today our guest has never been here before (laughs) this is her first time with bangs oh Oh. how long did you prep that Uh, I thought about it a yeah. little bit
4: a little bit just prepped a little bit um, <laughs> they're real cute there aren't they yeah I noticed them earlier but then I was like did she have them before and then so I just <laughs> didn't say anything they've but been on really Instagram good. okay and, and I think I also told
3: soon. you that she got bangs and showed a picture because I was like look how cute the bangs are I just Yay. am super jealous of anyone who can have bangs when my hair was straight I wore bangs a lot mm. see I when I wore my hair curly like when I didn't heat style it and it was just natural texture and like Curly, I would. I had bangs, but I did the, I just drained the bangs. So I left oh curly hair. Well, that's very straight like bangs. 2009. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That
5: was very much. I the had look. like
3: the deep side bang that just mm-hmm. was like
5: the swoop. So wow. emo. Okay. You're just calling out my like season 11 Degrassi. Look. Well, we've been over the
3: fact that apparently, yeah, that you was are Claire based off <laughs> of me, which is not a compliment. <laughs> I've also found out, which is super nice. It's cool. Whatever. I glowed up um okay guys this is advice what are
6: you saying
3: about Iceland? no well that she was a character <laughs>
6: hmm. yeah, you, were. Yeah.
3: you yeah. didn't write fan you you were cringing at the shit your character had to do whereas i was just living that shit by I choice got it got it got like got she wrote ready. fanfic and everyone's like i can't believe i have to do this storyline and there i was being like oh my god i'm so excited to make my next chapter of my harry potter fanfic <laughs> Like, I was a fucking loser, and you had to wear fake glasses, and and there I I was being like, you like my transition lenses? (laughs) (sighs) Fucking kill me. Okay, well, apparently, like, transition lenses are cool in the Visco girl days, which is, like, fucked up, because I'm attacked, because it could just have, I could have been cool back in the day. It's, like, now cool to be, like, poor and, like, environmentally conscious and, like, scrunchies. It's fine. It's fine. Well, guys, it's an advice podcast. <laughs> um, it's called Don't Blame Me. Uh, if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. Oh, you went so fast at that. Yeah, I really needed to breathe. Yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> I was like, like slow down, girls. Yeah. we had a rush here? Uh, yeah. uh, And if you're an international listener, you can send us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to buy my presets, <laughs>
6: <laughs> Megan makes presets. Okay. Should we play the first call? Hi Megan, Melissa and guest. I hope that you can give me some advice on a situation I'm going through. In January, I took my fiancé, best friend and my parents to Mozambique for my 21st birthday because I wanted to be surrounded by all my favourite people on my special day. At the start of the holiday, everything was going well. Then my friend started acting a little bit weird and was complaining about my fiancé and was annoyed when I didn't want to go bar hopping with her. I don't really drink at all because I have really bad anxiety and I don't like not being in control of myself and alcohol all makes you lose control of yourself. So I started spending more time with her to make sure she was okay and happy, but it meant I wasn't able to really enjoy my time with my fiancé and my parents. This made me really stressed out and I had an anxiety attack and I wanted to then cut the trip short. But my mum and fiancé were really helpful and they comforted me so it's a 20-hour road trip on the way back and she wouldn't talk to me at all so afterwards when we got back home I tried to text her to like see her before she went back to uni because she goes to uni on the opposite side of the country and we've been best friends since we were five I've known her my entire life it's really been weird three years not seeing her every day because I was so used to it and now that this is happening, like I kind of feel really awkward about it. So a couple months passed. I've tried texting her like she didn't respond. Then came our holidays and she usually tells me when she's coming home and she didn't this time. So I saw at a food market and the next day I then messaged her and was like, hey, can we chat? So when I saw her, I told her how I felt about everything. At first, she was really, really defensive about it and kind of mad at me but then a couple days later she messaged me and was like I'm really sorry I'll try be better and I'm sorry that I made you feel that way it's been about two months now since that chat we had and I haven't messaged her because now I don't know what to do I feel really strange like am I supposed to message her am I supposed to tell her again how I feel I don't know what to do can you guys please help me I really appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that she edited
3: this so that it would be (laughs) in the right time frame. Yeah. I was very much like, wow, this sounds like an Instagram story we're watching. (laughs) I wish we could go back in time and you could have not invited them all to your birthday so badly. Yeah.
4: Or just just her.
3: Well, no, but I think, I think like, I think like it's a, I, totally understand why you wanted them all there it's just a difficult group of people to have it's difficult to have your relationship your parents and then a friend like it's just a very it's just an odd dynamic that someone's always going to end up feeling left out and I don't want you to like take the responsibility that that was like your fault but I think you've said your piece in like how you felt to your friend she was defensive and then she apologized and I think she feels stupid. Like, I think she feels like immature and kind of dumb. And I think you have the power and you had the upper hand and like you came at her first. And in most situations, I think when your feelings are hurt, uh, you it's fair to expect other people to then like, you're like, Oh, I'm not going to put the effort in. I need them to like, come to me. But in this sense, I think like, yeah, I, I think like, I think you should reach out to her. Cause I think she might feel like a little, like embarrassed or dumb.
5: Yeah, I think I think you are very good at picking questions because this feels very cherry-picked for me. Because I've been in a situation very similar to this. I've been on a trip like that. And it's really, it's really difficult because there are a lot of dynamics at play. And also when it's couples and someone who's single, uh, it does sort of change things a little bit. And there's obviously she's also at a different place in her life than maybe she was when you guys were friends when you were younger if she's been mm-hmm. at uni and has been drinking a lot and going out with other single friends that she's made at school and you guys have never really been ones to drink together but she wants to do that with you and wants to go out with you um and not realizing necessarily that that's not fun for you like it just sort of feels like there's just maybe some growing pains in your friendship that she's going through some things that are different from what you're going through and you're just at different places in your lives um but yeah I think with a friendship that long there's just so much at play there's a lot riding on it and also I guess in some ways we expect friendships to stay very stable for years and that's really not the case like you can have a lot of different variations of the same friendship sometimes you're spending a Mm -hmm. lot of time together sometimes you don't see each other for a long time sometimes you guys have different priorities so I think it's I think it's okay that you guys aren't as close right now and things are a little bit, there's more tension. I don't think that that necessarily spells the end for you guys as friends. Um, It's just important that you're both, that you're thinking about keeping yourself comfortable and safe and not getting hurt and for her sake. And then also considering her feelings too, that like there was probably a part of her that felt left out and felt like she wanted to spend time with you on that trip. And Mm -hmm. I think it's just important that if you can establish now, like, reaching out to her an amount that feels comfortable for you. And you feel like you can have sort of a routine of staying in touch. And if she will participate in that, then that's great. And I think this can just sort of be like a growing experience for you both. But if she continues to sort of belittle you or like be, take it so personally Um, Anytime you sort of critique things or say like, yeah, I'd rather we like Mm -hmm. talked at a different time or I'd rather we did this. If she isn't willing to participate in that and and work through this with you, then I think it's fair to move on. Then I think you have a friendship that sort of run its course. But at this point, I think you're just going through a period of growth and change. And I think you guys can still figure out how to keep that friendship
3: alive. Yeah, because I think you're right. I think you're both pretty different right now. And it's not about one of you meeting the other where the other one is. It's about you guys finding a thing, a place in the middle, because I think also her suggesting wanting to go bar hopping she probably doesn't want to just like stay in the place you're staying with your parents and you and your fiance, like she's fifth wheeling. And so for her, it's like, Oh, we can go to a bar. And like, it might not necessarily like in her mind, like maybe it's like, yeah, be fun to start drinking. But her, it's also like, can it be more people? Like I can talk Mm. to a guy, like it can be something like this, but as opposed to like, no, I'd rather just stay here. Obviously like not saying go back in time, but I mean like in, In the future, if it's something so her suggesting something that like you really don't want to do and like as someone who doesn't drink, like I totally understand that. But there's a way of being like, oh, I mean, like I'm down to go out, but like I don't really want like am I good? Are you good if I don't drink? And she can be like, yeah, for sure. Or if it's like, hey, how about instead like why don't we go to dinner and we like go see like a comedy show? Like why don't we go do something like this and making the effort to like spend time with focus on your relationship with her specifically as opposed to like, oh, these are like like when and I think this is difficult in general when like you're long distance friends and when you mm. that friend comes and I've had this with people where like someone comes to visit you or used to come visit someone and like you have your own life there and then you just are so excited to bring them into your life but that's those things and the people and the places and all that stuff that like might mean so much to you that you don't necessarily mean as much to her so I think it's about fostering an independent friendship that's not like, Oh, here's my boyfriend. And here's the stuff that like we like to do together. And the stuff that I want to do, it's like, Oh, let's figure out what, like how we can specifically do something. But I would just say like, send her a text message, say that like you miss talking to her. Mm. She knows how you feel. I don't think you need to restate it. I think like she probably feels embarrassed. I say like, I would, I would be the one to reach out, like schedule a Skype date to like hang out and talk, like just like eat dinner together over like FaceTime or whatever. And then gauge from there to see like, Oh, Are we in the same place that are are we both wanting to put as much effort and energy into this friendship or is it not? But I think like moving on from like what happened at your birthday and like trying to start anew, I think, is the way that you're going to like see if you both are as invested in meeting each other in the middle. Mm -hmm. I think that's what you need to do. But also, if you don't want to meet her in the middle, that's okay too. But it's just not you can't ask her to meet you where you are if you're not willing to kind of like sacrifice some things and she should be willing to too. And if you're not, it's okay to grow apart and it's also okay to like grow apart for, like you said, like a time a period. period of
5: time, because this yeah. is a different time in your lives. You clearly have very different priorities, both of you at the moment. Mm-hmm. And like, I think I've had that with a lot of friends as well. When they've gone away to school, they've been very engrossed in their studies and then we maybe don't talk as much and then like they'll move back to the city or they'll get a job and like things can change and a friendship can sort of have those stages and that's okay too. As long as you don't let any painful feelings sort of like fester and turn into a resentment that you haven't aired with her that then like could come out years later. You just have to keep thinking of it as a positive friendship. That's almost just like, you know, on pause for a minute while she's doing stuff. Or if you guys can keep up with like Skype dates weekly, Mm -hmm. like that would be really great too. And it's just about where you're both at as long as you don't turn it into like, a negative thing and, like, think of any time that she's unavailable or
3: doesn't want to speak as, like, a negative mm-hmm. for your friendship. hmm Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Friendships are hard once you get older, mm-hmm. too, because, yeah, it's just, it's not, it's not the same. And this period in your life, too, it's just, like, that's a
5: huge period of change, like, early mm-hmm. 20s when people yeah, are in their Yeah, if you're engaged, she's in
3: school, like, if she's not dating anyone, like, you guys are just... Yeah, she can't. You she can be your best friend and your friend you've had the longest, but it doesn't have to be the friend that you. There are certain things that you'll relate to more with other people and like mm. activities and all of that sort of stuff. And so, just making sure that you're neither of you are setting up the other one for failure. Like if she wants you to be her going out drinking friend, then yeah, you're gonna fail. Then, yeah, because that's not what about you're that, into. because That's yeah. Setting up standards you, that you aren't you want going her up to, to be to. like your homebody. We all just hang out, watch a movie with me and my boyfriend, kind of friend, like that's kind of like a dog like or someone mm. else who like get find find a friend who's in a relationship who's friends with your fiance like have it be something like that because then she's gonna fail in that aspect too so it's uh expecting obviously you expect things out of your friends but making sure that like it's a, a fair thing that you can each live up to in that yeah. sense but yeah best of luck also mm-hmm. um invite me to your birthday in mosaic yeah sounds great yeah we'll be there next year i'm bringing mons though <laughs> <laughs> we're all bringing someone. but that'll be good Cause yeah. You don't like going out? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So like I'm down, just don't like canoodle in front of me. I'll make fun of you. Okay. On to the next. Hey, Megan. So
7: I'm eighteen years old and I've been dating this guy for like eight months and everything is cool. But so for the summer he's been working as a lifeguard at this summer camp and He's like one of the only guys. It's like him, one other guy, and then all the rest are like girls. There's like five or six other girls, and they're all friends, which is fine. Or they work together, um, but they have like, well, they have like a group chat that they all talk in all the time, and again, which is fine. And it just kind of makes me a little bit uncomfortable though, because a few of the girls had already admitted to him that they used to have crushes on him, and they all knew each other when they were younger and they always talk about all their memories and how he used to say that he was going to marry one of the other girls. And they talk about it all the time and they talk about how they used to like him all the time. And it all just kind of makes me a little bit uncomfortable. And just recently he told me that he had been talking to a couple of the girls about um, like our relationship and like, our fights and stuff I guess and I was like well, why are you talking to these other girls about our relationship like that just really made me extremely uncomfortable. like I kind of thought it was just common sense that you don't like confide in the people of the opposite gender to like give you advice about your relationship like I don't know if I'm just being crazy or what and they also are gonna have like a movie night and It's just him and all these girls and one other guy, and I was like, You're just going to be all these girls. And he invited me to go, which I'm going, but I'm just, it still just all makes me feel uncomfortable. Am I being unreasonable? Like, Like, am I wrong for being upset that he's talking to them about our relationship? And am I wrong for being uncomfortable about all of their talks about their feelings and stuff? I don't know. Just let me know am i being stupid am i alone in this would you be mad too thanks bye
3: well first of all i'm always mad (laughs) (laughs) like i'm i if you ever want to be like am i allowed to be mad i'll tell you like yeah yeah i'll I'll be mad too first of all these girls this is so lame like they are that is so embarrassing for them like Yeah, I I know like and I you have every right to feel annoyed and I would too and like I'm annoyed with your boyfriend, which I think also you're also annoyed with your boyfriend in this aspect, but I just want you to know in general, like these girls to be like, oh my god, I always had like a crush on you. Like I always thought we were gonna like end up together. That is fucking like weenie shit. Like shut the <laughs> fuck up. Like you're friends with him now. Like you like are coming across like such a fucking weenie. Like it's just like that's yeah. not hot. Like that's not like, oh like you know, like I always thought you were like so sexy. Like on a group chat, I had a really big crush on you in kindergarten and showed Mary Beth. Like it's ew. so weird. It's just so fucking weird. Um, and I think that's boosting his ego. And I think like that's why he's yeah. like dealing with it. I I think the talking about your fights and that stuff is also not okay. I That's will crossing a line. Correct in this, and uh, not correct you, but I will say in the sense I don't think it. The gender aspect doesn't matter. It's the f- the spectrum.
5: nature of their friendship. The fact that it's so yes. flirtatious and it's so exclu- like exclusive. They're hanging yeah, out as it's a group not without your, you.
3: Yeah, it's not that. It's not like your mutual mutual female friend who is in a relationship and is not in has not expressed yeah. prior interest in your boyfriend. And he's getting like advice from them. Yeah. He's it's going like a, to complain. Like, no, yeah. Yeah. Um, Good. that's just I yeah. It's it's crossing the line, but it's also
5: I I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that it's maybe not intentional. He's not intentionally trying to go to someone who's going to hurt you. But I think there's a validation factor. I think mm-hmm. like he feels validated getting to talk to someone who like has a crush on him or yeah. like thinks he's great. And this is really, I hate this. I really hate this for you because in some ways, yeah, there's a lot of this that is just a level of paranoia and being nervous and liking him a lot and being nervous mm-hmm. about him spending time with other women. But then there is also a part of it that's crossing a line and you have every right to be frustrated and bothered by. Yeah. But it can be really hard to bring that kind of a situation up because it's so Easy to get gaslit in a situation like that because mm-hmm. there's so much of it that is totally fine and platonic. No, and you can chill. tell them. I called
3: into a podcast and they said that I have every right to feel this way. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah, you can tell them that. Like two 25 year old women said, no, and don't tell them I'm mad all the
3: time. Yeah, but I, yeah, I want to know if you read his texts. You left that out. I want to oh, yeah, know if you've
5: read through the group chat. If that's that's what, why you know this. Mm. So
3: that's what I'm curious about, yeah. um, because you're. Men are dumb. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, Amanda's the only one who saw me do that. I'm glad you saw that. Um, men are dumb and should I do it again? No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Third time's a charm. Um it is on camera. So. I know. <laughs> I know, but I wanted everyone to get the joke, but Amanda did, so I'm good. <laughs> um but uh if he had something I got it now there you go. Wow. <laughs> yeah. If he had something <laughs> to hide, um they're not that smart to hide something in plain sight. So I think like if if these messages like you can feel uncomfortable about this stuff, but the fact that these girls are saying that they used to have crushes on him and all of that stuff, if it makes you feel any better, I don't think if he was cheating on you, there wouldn't be those messages. Like they wouldn't say that kind of stuff necessarily because mm. like you, like it, like you wouldn't know unless again you've looked through his phone. And this is not stuff that like if this is stuff that's come up. Um, I think, okay, let's, let me get practical with you. I think you're going to this movie night. Mm-hmm. You are going to look so hot. I don't know how tall you are, <laughs> but, and I don't know how short these other people are, and no offense to, about to say, some of the short people in the room. Most of the people in this room are yeah, short. Yeah, you're going right, to almost <laughs> exclusively good. short group not here. Not more good. It's not fair. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> <there you go. laughs> <It's happening. laughs> Sorry, just working with you. Um... <laughs> I would say as a tall girl, then I go in and I'm not I not that we dress for men or we dress for women. I'm telling you to dress to intimidate. Like I'm saying, like, look great and like look awesome and just feel like a fucking badass like I've done this before where I'm like oh you're not gonna fuck with me and I've literally worn thigh high stilettos <laughs> like like just over the knee boots just being like I'm gonna stomp on you bitches and even if it's like they're not being like oh I looks look so good I'm like I am Charlize Theron like I am like <laughs> going to crush you and I think you need to go in with that kind of confidence uh to the situation And I'm not saying confront any of them or anything like that, but that's I think you need to do some intel and assess that kind of thing and see, oh, is their in-person relationship incredibly flirty? Do you Mm. feel do you feel uncomfortable with how your boyfriend responds in real time? Like, do you see this? Do you think that like he's adjusting these different things? Is he say is he being the same way he's been in these text messages? Is it adding up or is it oh, wow, is he like kind of backtracking and trying to make it like make it seem a little bit different. I think you can tell from there. And then I think I think you have a better leg to stand on when talking to him about it after you've met them and interacted with them. Because I think like that will prevent you from being gaslit in the a, a small amount because then you also, if you did read the sex messages, you don't have to admit that you read the text. You know? Or you can. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. This is this is a tough
5: spot to navigate because again you also don't want to call into question the relationship that you have with your boyfriend and the trust that you guys have built um but if you don't trust him yeah that's the bigger issue really is like if the trust is in question but like something that I can really relate to is like sometimes it's not really about you trusting him it's about you trusting these other girls because Mm -hmm. they're clearly the ones trying to say stuff and be flirtatious. And
3: it's his responsibility to a group of girls who have expressed interest in him that he's not going to tell them when you guys are having issues because that's giving them an entryway into your relationship. And that's not, that's really, really not okay. And that becomes a level of like, well, how can I trust i don't trust these girls because they're clearly expressing interest and as opposed to you shutting them down politely you're letting them and i i also think there's an issue with like not shutting someone down when some or even when someone says something negative about you like mm. and if your partner doesn't shut that being down passive about that you're letting, letting you're letting that behavior happen mm. and then you're you're continuing to let that behavior happen and then you're gonna basically like talk about the fight that you had and you're going to people who are going to tell you that you're right. And that's the biggest issue. And like, I've, we've mm. all done that when you're like fighting with someone and you're like, yeah. Oh, like I like, I know there are certain friends that if I want to go to them, like Jerry, I love Jerry so much. Jerry will. N- I am never wrong in Jerry's <laughs> eyes. She's like, no, 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 I don't even need to know what they did. Like they're fucking bitches. Like it's all you. You <laughs> got that car on fire. Damn straight. Yeah, the times I've gone it. to you and you're like, okay, I hear you, but I don't necessarily think that you're totally right. Like I think they are part which, and like, that's the thing that like. He can't go for adv- advice or to vent about a relationship to some, like you said, that it's just so incredibly one-sided because he's not actually, g- he's just like, it's a cathartic, I just want to vent it out kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, and be validated and go to these people who have yeah.
5: been giving me lots of compliments and making me mm-hmm. feel great about myself. And like, I think that's a clear conversation that you can have with him that's a statement that you can make and no one will call you crazy for that just say like I don't feel comfortable you talking about our issues with these girls I think it's healthy for you to talk to a friend Mm -hmm. and like
1: be like talking about this but
5: just not with them yeah that makes your position much more difficult because Mm -hmm. if you have to sort of keep these cards close to the vest and not admit that you've read these text
3: messages um, yeah if you okay I I would say I would wait till you're in person and you after not in person with them but like after you've done this movie night and hung out with all that stuff I think like I think you are going to be able to not show your hand all the way yeah and like if you have that in person interaction you'll have like a leg to stand on. Wow, but. I'm just like teaching you how to be psychotic. Um, and then from there, you can say like, oh, this is like from how you felt in person. And then if it doesn't clear up, you can use that as, oh, it made me freak out. And then I read your text messages. And then that can be the in there. That is- so You want to be crazy. Devious. I'm just saying. That works. No, that works. Yeah. But also
5: in general, like not even about like specific steps of how to bring this up. Just in general, I think- To be in a position where you are asking yourself if you seem crazy for feeling these things, I think you need to cut yourself so much more slack. I feel like that's my catchphrase every time I come on this podcast cut yourself some slack. (laughs) But just be aware that if you're feeling this way, there is something that is up to make you feel that way. And society has told us that we all have to be cool and chill and relaxed and everything's fine. And if we're too demanding or controlling as girlfriends, like we are, Menaces who guys like get together with their bros and talk about how Mm -hmm. horrible we are and That's just not a good mentality to have that like you have a fear of seeming not chill But if there's something that is bothering you and enough that you're calling into a podcast for advice about it And you're still wondering am I crazy? You're not crazy. Like there's clearly something going on that is enough to make you feel uneasy and Mm -hmm. you have to acknowledge that feeling and let yourself feel that and also not talk down to yourself for
3: feeling that way. Yeah. Like it's, That feeling doesn't come out of the, it. You can't make it, that feeling up. It's there yeah. or it's not. And something happened to make you feel that way. And
5: sure, like some of it might be caused by something that is relatively harmless. Like it might just be a question of you not getting to participate in this yeah. social group that is very that your boyfriend clearly values and really likes being part of like this fun little club and they've got their own inside jokes. And that can just you can feel left out from that. And it can be. Technically harmless in a lot of ways, and still make you feel like not so great. Mm-hmm. But there also could be some aspects to this that are like that are crossing a line, and we've acknowledged that like mm-hmm. there's definitely some lines being crossed here. And I think you have to give yourself a bit more respect, like yeah. respect your feelings a little bit more. You don't feel good about this, and that's your right.
7: Yeah. Hey Megan, so here's my situation. So um, I had like this really close best friend. And he was my only friend for, like, a really long time. And we were, like, super, super close. And then a while, like, after we got really close, I got a boyfriend. And he clearly got, like, so jealous and made a big scene about it. And pretty much, like, broke my trust because he just, like, fucked it up, really. And um, obviously, like, I just kind of, like, dropped him, like, ghosted him, I guess. And it was really bad. And there's, like, a history of him doing similar things to other people and stuff. And then, um, recently another friend of mine started seeing him even though she even though she knew like it hurt me and stuff and she knew the whole situation and she eventually told me to like broke it off. But the other day she said she had to tell me something and she was saying like, you know, he got like really drunk and he called her up and they pretty much like fucked really and then she like did all this, like all knowing that, you know, she knew it would hurt me and stuff, but like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like it was wrong, even though like I told her like you know you got you do what you gotta do. like I can't control you anything, but you know, she's my best friend. I've known her for like freaking years and stuff and I don't want to like lose her and stuff, but like I don't know what the fuck to do or like how to handle the situation. So please help. Thanks, bye. Uh, what the
5: fuck? I'm a little bit confused. So we're okay. saying it's so- her longtime friend. Both her, he was her, both her best friends ended up fucking each other. Yeah, Her female but, and male best mm-hmm. friends, but also she and the male best friend had a falling out because he clearly had feelings for her when she started dating someone else. Yeah. Okay. But and then that other guy that she's dating, that did not he didn't come back up in that story. No, that's the point. They're happy and stable. They have no issues.
3: <laughs> and then your, you ghosted your ex-best friend and now mm-hmm. you're upset because your new now best friend or maybe she's always been maybe she picture. was second and then she, she was got rid yeah. of him. oh my god she became your <laughs> stassi she became she's best. your stassi oh my god yeah okay so jordan fucked stassi <laughs> and you're mad <laughs> so the command center is commanding. <laughs> so the command center so Houston, we have a problem <laughs> You're so <laughs> off the oh my god. <laughs> <Ooh>. Okay. <laughs> to be super frank with you, I don't know why you're upset or uh I don't want to say that you're not really allowed to be upset. I think like I wish I had clarity on what he did to your friendship that you were like, I had yeah. to be done and end it. Yeah. Um, because yeah, without that, I have a I don't know what to tell you in that sense because mm-hmm. like. If he treated you like shit and said, like, you're a vile, disgusting person, I hope you get like hit by a bus, like, okay. Then you don't want your friend
5: sleeping with him. Yeah. And then you're like, he's a
3: shit guy. But like, I don't know if it was just kind of a normal, like, oh, wow, I had feelings for you, you led me on kind of thing. Like, I thought we were into each other. And like, he said some shit that was clearly emotionally fueled by that. Then like, him moving on should be a good thing but i don't know why you harbored these negative feelings to him because i don't know what he did do yeah. you know what i mean yeah
5: yeah i i don't know there's probably a lot of things going on in your mind i don't know if maybe you're worried that your best friend is going to get hurt if this guy still has feelings for you and you yeah. think like he's trying to get with her to get back at you but at the end of the day that kind that's of not your stuff problem. yeah that's not your problem you just have to let them do what they're going to do mm-hmm I feel bad for this tough love but like yeah we as if there's no if there was no incident that was like quite rude and like a reason to not want your friends to be involved with him then maybe you have to look at your own feelings and figure out Mm -hmm. why you're
3: so bothered? Mm -hmm. (laughs) because maybe you like the fact that he was so into you and maybe it's the fact that he's moving on and it's not okay in your mind Um, Also, if you knew if he did something shitty and your other friend knew and still chose to go out with him, that's okay. Like, that's fine. Like, she's allowed to do so she can make her own choices, whatever whatever she wants. Because here's the thing.
5: Like, again, we still don't know what caused your friendship to break down other than if it was a reveal of these feelings. And that's why you guys aren't hanging out as much. But to be honest, I've been in a situation like this where I had a friend who I didn't know they had feelings for me. (sighs) And then I found out. And then they started dating someone else, and I was fucking relieved. Like, I was so excited because I was like, great, cool, we can be friends again. Because this Mm -hmm. is like, you clearly have moved on, and your feelings aren't there for me anymore. And like, we can just be normal again. So, if you're not feeling that
3: way, maybe there's some feelings. Maybe there are some feelings. You have, maybe. Yeah. But then on the other side, if it is the fact that he's just terrible and has been a shit guy, uh, then. It's not your problem if your friend wants to date them and like yeah you just have to be there for your friend. And- yeah, and also and I the reason why I think this is more of like a jealous thing is because like the fact that like she slept with him and you told her like well it's She's fine like, like do what you got to do. Like first of all, <laughs> yeah. if someone's like being like hey I think we're going to hook up and you really don't want them to you say that. You don't say do what you got to do <laughs> mm-hmm. because horny me is like, oh yeah, fuck. So I have your blessing for mm-hmm. sure. Like yeah. I'm down. Da- like if you really like, I can't even tell you the amount of times Sydney did not want me to hook out with my ex. She would see us from across cross room at a party, fucking sprint and throw her body between us. And be like, get in the fucking car. Like you can go insane to be like, no, do not make this fucking mistake. Don't do something like this. But like if your friend is calling you and asking essentially like, is this okay? If it's not her responsibility, I'm a big... I'm a big believer in like I'm gonna take people at face value like if you tell Mm -hmm. me you're fine or you tell me this is how you feel it's not my responsibility to coddle you and be like well no tell me how you really feel like if that's how you if that's what you're comfortable talking to me as then I'm gonna take I'm gonna take that it's not my job to pull that stuff out of you and also I have to say you do what you gotta do it's a little
5: passive aggressive oh
3: yeah but it's a it's a grasp aggressive aggressive.
5: (laughs) It's uh, it's just kind of aggressive so I feel like if you if hearing us talk to you like this is like a good splash of cold water in the face and you realize like oh shit yeah like i've i haven't been reacting the way i should be i think it would be good to maybe just reach out to her again and just be like hey by the way i really do mean it everything's cool like how was it i don't really know how old you guys are or like how like sexually experienced you guys are either if this is like common for her to like hook up with a lot of people but also maybe this is like she wants your friendship and support and someone to talk to in these moments too if she's got feelings for this guy, if it's like a big deal, I think it would be maybe good to just sort of reassess where you're at. Because obviously, if this is causing you pain and not something you want to revisit, then definitely don't put yourself in that situation. But if you're realizing through listening Mm -hmm. to this, that maybe you overreacted or have been not analyzing your feelings correctly, I think you should.
3: And how does your boyfriend feel about how pissed you are right it's even still there that, like it seems like know? he just disappeared i'm curious how he feels about that too because like you can feel to take the words uh, uh, so iconic you can feel some type of way about like your ex dating someone but that's kind of like a like a little quiet fuming thing you have and you're like, I'm not going to tell anyone because I have n- I'm t- I can't feel this. Like this is so dumb or someone that you break up with. Like mm. when you're like, Oh, you have a new girlfriend. You're like, I have no right to be upset, but I'm still like, that's, a, the, that's something that you can like feel like that little like twinge of like whatever feeling that is like jealousy or like, As someone who, like, loves attention, when someone else, like, when they turn their attention, I'm like, what do you mean? Like, you're going to move on from me. Like, I didn't pick you, but,
5: like. That's actually what I was just about to say, too, is that even maybe you didn't have feelings for him, but you're kind of jealous because you no longer have his attention. Yeah. That I will also give you complete right to feel inside.
3: Inside. You're allowed to feel that. Deep inside.
5: You're allowed to feel that. Acknowledge that. It's cool. We all really like attention. And then you have to, like, but you have to deal with your feelings on the outside a little bit better and, like, treat your friends well. And And
3: if you've got this other relationship going on, like, yeah, focus on that. Like, who your friend ends up dating and, like, if you don't, like, like that and, and maybe if it was something that, like, when he went off on you about this was the fact that, like, you felt betrayed because, like you had thought you had built a friendship and he was really just into you. And now he's moving on and you're like, but I thought you were so into me and like that kind of a thing. I think you can have all of that, those sort of feelings and stuff, but like it doesn't get you anywhere to focus on other people's relationships, even if you had prior history with him. And if you can't get over that, then you do need to just like take yourself out of the situation from your female friend, which is fine. And just be like, Hey, I don't know why I'm like reacting this kind of way. And I don't like, I listened to this podcast and they were incredibly beautiful and enlightening and like so pretty. Um, <laughs> And I don't like my reaction and I don't necessarily feel like it's warranted. And there's because at a certain point, like, what is she supposed to do? Like what? There mm-hmm. is no solution here because it also doesn't necessarily affect you in that way. So it's like pulling yourself away from the situation and be like, I need to like sort my own shit before I like, well, before you put yourself in a place that you could yeah potentially end up losing her as a friend because you have these like emotions and anger and feelings and then yeah have have a have a bigger conversation with like her about it if you want to understand like if you don't feel understood or heard but yeah. i think like you also need to hear her too yeah i'd love to know what all happens yeah so curious very very curious and would love to know like what the drama was slide into our dms and also call us at the update hell yeah and our DMs made the podcast DMs. Mm-hmm. Someone dm the podcast and just said, Help me, how do I stop being such a hoe? <laughs> <laughs> I missed that one. <laughs> I screenshotted it and I was like, I mean, why do we need to help you? Right? I feel like you're doing what Sounds you need like to do. Sounds like you're living life right. Yeah. You go do what you need to do. <laughs> right. Oh, it's great. And they have a really good Instagram account too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know who you are. Except so many people are like, I've done that too. Okay, it's time for a break, everybody, and we will be right back.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
4: fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy delicious shake and they also have three tens four shake flavor starter kit which lets you sample all the flavors for only nine dollars.
3: you can do over and over and over again and one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program the cheaper the books get.
4: Book of the Months
3: for back from our break and we're gonna hop into the rest of the calls hi megan mel and guests. i'm
8: well my name is Kristen. i'm 21 and i need your fucking help so i recently started seeing this guy by seeing i mean like hooking up um going on dates with this guy from my friend group from high school um the thing is that he doesn't know that i've actually had sex with Another one of our close friends within the friend group, as in both. Well, one of our best friends. Um, he kind of goes further back with this friend. I think he's known him since kindergarten. I've actually just met him my senior in high school. um The thing is, is that the situation kind of happened not out of romantic inclination, but my friend and I were both in a position where we hadn't really had sex in a while, and we just figured we didn't want our first times in a long time to be with someone that. We didn't necessarily care about or didn't care much for us so we just thought it would work out but obviously it didn't and now i find myself in the situation where i'm seeing this other guy and things are getting a little more serious than anticipated so i feel like this is something that i should probably bring up except my uh, none of our friends know and my friend actually has a girlfriend and i don't want to negatively impact that relationship in any way, namely because that's A, stupid, and be like, not my place. But I'm just trying to be cognizant of the fact that if the guy that I'm seeing does have a negative reaction, that that could negatively impact not only our friend group, but also that relationship. So I don't know. Please help me out. If your girl needs help, just grill me,
3: please. All right, thank you so much. Love the podcast. Bye. I have a permission to grill. <laughs> I'm not going to grill you. No. What are you talking about? No. You're living your best life. Yeah, you're doing the great thing. You're do. You're doing the damn thing. Oh fuck that bad fucking bitch! <laughs> ruined that phrase for me. Um, you don't have to tell him. Like your sexual history is not your like. It's not. It, it's not. He's not. A, I don't want to say he's not allowed to have a negative reaction, but like.
4: It, yeah. It, if they're if they were that close, then he either knows yeah. or he doesn't know they're not close enough for him to know. Yeah.
3: yeah. And like what's in the past is in the past. Like mm. you both have past. Like there are mm-hmm. other women that he's slept with that you might know. Like yeah. I you don't have to tell him at all. I think if and to be honest, I think of anything of you telling him, I would then think like if I were him I'd be like oh do you still have a thing for him like why would you yeah why are you bringing it up and making it sound like
5: it was a big deal when it clearly wasn't it was just like
3: yeah two friends so yeah I don't and also I think like there's just like something like if you all went to high school together I'm gonna assume y'all fucked Mm -hmm. like if I like there if I mean any of Moss's high school friends like oh yeah I'm sure y'all fucked I mean yeah (laughs) like I I like there's just kind of like a if you did you did like it's not it's it should be a non-issue. I think if he asks you, be truthful and don't lie about it. Like if yeah, you're if like
5: point blank. He's like, hey, have- by the way,
3: did you guys ever hook up? And you can be like, oh, yeah, like cu- like one time or a couple times. Yeah. But, like, it's not something that, like, withholding that information is not a lie because it has nothing to do with your relationship at mm-hmm. all. Like, it predates your whole relationship.
4: What if they get married and then he's a
3: groomsman? What movie was that just in? I didn't watch the whole movie. It was on, uh, I think... I think Brad Pitt was in it. Mom was watching it, and he was like, "I slept with your wife," and it was like, Are "You with my wife." I don't remember. Um, <laughs> good, good story, Maggie. <laughs> um, I mean. I'm just tell I'm the just truth. I honest. mean, I
5: but also by then I'd also <laughs> hope and assume that it would mean even less. Yeah. Like, I think yeah. now it only means more because they haven't been seeing each other, seeing each other, as you guys said. You're mm-hmm. not even really dating yet, you're just sleeping together. Yeah, like I think at this point it does mean a little, it would mean more to him to find that information out because he feels less secure with you and like it's new and it's more recent. If you guys like. Had a longer term relationship and were more committed and spent more time together, got married if in some crazy future version of this, I think it would matter even less at that point. That would, yeah. it would be even less of a big deal. And I think it's not something that I think you have to worry about too much. But I also understand like there being that kind or like of like wanting to be, you
4: know, yeah, wanting, wanting to, to be upfront and honest, not wanting to
5: hide anything. But also, maybe there's also like a societal pressure too of like you're worried about looking like
1: Mm -hmm. i don't know like Like a slut in his eyes
5: yeah and like him thinking that like changing his opinion of you because you've slept with his friend and that like would make him think that you're more into like casual sex god forbid and i don't know i Which think of your friends i think he would know that already yeah hopefully like you've I mean, slept with two of your friends i think yeah. they like they really know, yeah. yeah if he's someone who's gonna judge you for that and like you guys are already having a casual relationship right now and he's gonna yeah. judge you for, <laughs> for having, having been a previous one. Yeah, exactly. casual with yeah, another yeah. one of his friends then
3: uh he might be an asshole and you shouldn't date yeah. him yeah no 100 percent. i mean i think like i have a past and like i've definitely like slept with people um around the time that like we started dating like before we were official and like we've talked about it before where it was one of those things that like one finally said, like oh yeah like you guys like hooked up right and I was like yeah and he's like oh, okay and I was like how does that make you feel and this was like months into dating he's like I mean like I assumed like and he's like and yeah we weren't inclusive he's like it's not like I it's but it's not something I felt the need that I was like oh I need to tell this person because like yeah. It's no one's business. If you want to, if someone wants to ask you about that, or like, and Mm -hmm. I've done it before. I'm like, do you sleep with that girl? And they'll be like, yeah, or no. But like, I think you have every right to ask. But like. Yeah. bringing it up only makes it seem more important than it is and then like once exactly and i think it's the same thing like if i saw someone that like i he had slept with her whatever and then he's like oh yeah we did i was like oh okay i'm not as secure of being like hey by the way we're gonna go somewhere and there's gonna be a girl i slept with and it's gonna be like oh, like, like, whoa, like, oh yeah what it is. it how mean? important <laughs> is she holy <laughs> fucking shit and i'm like looking at the girl with like the glowing golden vagina being like <gasps> you know what i mean like yeah. it doesn't need to be if you make it not a big deal and you pretend it's because it's not a big deal if you treat yeah, it's it like not, not, not a big deal just like yeah then don't. he's if he's has like an adverse reaction he's gonna look stupid because like he doesn't yeah he's he got he a shouldn't. double standard clearly 100 percent. yeah that's yeah
5: i think i don't think it is on you to bring it up i do think yeah if it came up in conversation being truthful would be the best option but i think don't worry about it being too big of a deal especially because if you guys are getting more serious but still are not even exclusive yeah, yeah you could be sleeping with somebody else mm-hmm. right now yeah. and it wouldn't be, and that'd like, be fine. he wouldn't be allowed to be mad about it so yeah.
3: stand by your decisions too don't apologize yeah. and be like oh I'm sorry I was drunk like it was dumb it was yeah. stupid like don't you're excuse allo- it that yeah. way either just you're say like you're allowed like, yeah, to fuck whoever the fuck you want to fuck and, and no mm-hmm. apologies and it's not apologizing to like the guy that you're with now and being like oh I'm sorry like it didn't mean like who cares like everyone yeah. has a past but yeah you don't have to tell him. tell the truth ish Is our new slogan? Hi Megan,
9: Um, just a little backstory. So, I'm 26 years old, and my boyfriend is 29 years old, and we've been dating for three years. Um, I'm currently in my last year of grad school. I'm getting my doctorate in physical therapy, and he's been employed and has a pretty stable job. So. In the last couple of months, he's been talking about moving in, which I've been really excited about because it would be really convenient for both of us since he works across the bridge and he wouldn't have to commute and I wouldn't have to rush doing all of my schoolwork just to prioritize time with him because it is difficult to have quality time with him as obviously the workload with being in grad school is really demanding But he's been putting off the conversation and he's like randomly talking about buying furniture and getting a puppy, which doesn't really make any sense to me if we don't live together, because I don't really need any more furniture here and I wouldn't want to raise a puppy on my own. Um, So any advice on that would be really grateful. And I don't know if this would help, but I come from like a really liberal family and his family's very conservative and Catholic and he is the youngest brother. So there's that. And I'm assuming that moving out is like a really big deal for him, but for me it's just like a natural thing for our relationship to grow. Like it just seems like it should be like the normal course of events, especially being together for three years and we've been seriously committed. So I don't know. I don't really know where to go from here. I don't really want to give him an ultimatum because I ultimately can't force him to do anything because that wouldn't be right either. But I don't really see myself just picking up and leaving him because obviously there's like three years of emotional baggage there. Okay, thanks. Bye.
3: I'm confused. Yeah, I'm so confused do you, too. do you want him to move in and, that, and he's not bringing it up? Because I think... The furniture and the puppy is hi, I
5: want to move in with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, I, it definitely changes things because in my head, I was picturing that he has his, he's living in an apartment and you're living in an apartment, but then you said something about him moving out. So is he still living uh-huh. at home? Because that changes things a lot too. I can see why there would be, he would feel more guilty about his conservative upbringing and having like conservative parents.
3: Cause I'm sure that he's going to want to propose to you before you move in together. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, con- I need to know. Cause, so it's basically that he's not br- he hasn't brought up the moving talk anymore, and now he's only bringing up the puppy and the furniture. He's bringing up the fun stuff. But that's also, I think that's uh, yeah. I to me that's the same thing. Yeah. Like yeah, I think still- it's it's maybe he. I don't know what your and I don't want to like say that you did anything wrong, but I don't know what your reaction was when was moving in together. Maybe you're oh um, I don't know I'm just gonna say it. I'm spitballing maybe like you said with us that you were like oh I'm into that idea that would be so convenient mm. for all of this stuff that maybe he wanted it to be like well I want us to like want to like I want it to be like a fun next step sort of thing and so maybe his now way of bringing it up is the more exciting fun stuff it's yeah. like and we could have new furniture and like we get a puppy and like he's maybe trying to romant- like. Bring the romance and, like, that exciting, like, next relationship step back into it and not have it be about convenience. Because in my mind, those are all the same thing. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not him backtracking.
5: But then there's also, from a uh, bleaker, more cynical perspective, there's also... Wow, how how the tables
3: have turned. (laughs) Isn't this
5: exciting? There's also the possibility of someone who likes to talk about the fun stuff but isn't so much a planner and doesn't isn't making those commitments and those plans but is happy to talk about like hypothetical yes hypothetical but never would take action but at the same time you guys have been dating for three years that's a pretty significant commitment that he's made to you already Mm -hmm. um i would find it surprising if this was like a step he felt he could never take and also if he was my
9: parents basement yeah
5: I don't know. Like, I think it just sounds like you need so much more information or actually maybe we need more information Mm -hmm. and you just know more stuff than you're telling us. But like, I think if you just try to have a low pressure conversation with him um, and something that can sometimes be very helpful that uh, I like to do if like I feel like I'm not I'm having a hard time talking to someone about something or I'm not sure where it's going. I like to sort of throw in some multiple choice answers. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like, hey, like are you bothered by like moving in? Like is it a financial thing? Are you worried about your parents? Like
3: Yeah, give them well, what's, options. What's the deal? Like say. what's
5: happening? And keep it very very casual. Yeah. Just make sure like if it doesn't seem like, this, hey, can we talk later? And, like, the lights uh, are all off and you're, like, sitting at the table by yourself waiting for him to come home. Like, me. don't petting a cat. Yeah. They if it's not, like, scary and daunting and it just yeah. is, like, a conversation of two people who have known each other for, like, and yeah. loved each other for three years. Like, you should be able to have open conversations about this kind of stuff. And if it's, if this is something you can't talk about. That also is not yeah. good if it's three scary years to bring in, these up.
3: That's I I I as someone who's also three years into a relationship, like there is no point in a relationship in which you're too far gone that like if something happens or it's not going where you see that it's like, oh well, this is my I've made my bed. Now I need to lie in it. Like, no, if you're three years in and you can't come to an agreement with this and you don't want to give them an ultimatum, but you do want to move in together and it's not happening, it's not three wasted years. Like that's three incredible, like educational year then like you can look back on the relationship with fondness but like you're never too far in deep to be like oh I can't get out now like yeah, I just have to settle true. and deal with the shit that I I don't want to deal with like yeah you're young you, this people this can get be remarried an in their 50s like yeah. this is not like you're never you're you never just have to like deal with shit yeah, that you don't a want good to point. um what I would say I think you're I think I think everything you're saying is right what I would do first as I would because some people in relationships some people, usually in relationships, you only get one planner. Sometimes if you're Sydney, you're both fucking planners. But in I, Mott and I are going on our first trip to Europe, our first vacation ever, four years into our relationship. I'm more of a planner when it comes to certain things. Like I'm more of like a, let's get this done. And then he's more of like, oh, day to day, let's figure this kind of stuff out. Mm. So maybe it comes to the point of being like, I don't know if it was you're going to move in. So let's say he doesn't live with his parents. (laughs) Maybe he does. Let's say you would move into his apartment or he would move into your apartment. Let's say for the sake of the argument and what I think you should do, regardless if you've had that talk, is say, hey, I set up a couple of apartment showings that we can both go look at together. Hmm. Let's go do this. And if he's like, oh, I don't think I can. You can go on your own, send pictures and be like, what do we think? Like, like you take the initiative because it might just be that He's not a planner. And also, if he lives at home, he might not have any fucking idea how to to do it. Yeah, where to begin. But I think if it's like you wanted him to move in with you, I think that's a valid and fair thing that you can want. But it's also a little bit harder to get somebody to just like move into your space. Yeah, it it doesn't feel like a joint thing. And you're like, where do you have all of this furniture? Like then for him, he feels like he's, it's not your place together then. Mm -hmm. It just feels like it's just your place. Um, And there are some things that like I think it's it shouldn't just be about convenience. It can be convenient, but you shouldn't just want to move in with your partner because it's convenient. Like there should be some yeah. like compromise and things there and you're things that you're looking forward to and you're excited about. But if he feels like he's just walking into your life that you've already so established you there, rent. yeah, yeah, that's not that doesn't feel super awesome. So I would say plan a couple of apartment showings, get him to come if he doesn't come, and then if he doesn't take any initiative from there or he like kind of shuts down everything, then I say, give him, ask him about it and then give him like multiple ways. Like, do, is it like fi- a financial thing? Like, is it like, do you feel like you are afraid that like you're if someone, people might like look on this and think that like, we're living with each other, like out of wedlock. Like, yeah. Is there something is it a religious thing? Is it yeah. the fact that it's my space or, and like yeah. all my stuff, would you
5: rather like move mm-hmm. somewhere else? And like, yeah, just have a conversation where, If it's hard for him to be forthcoming because that's also something that can come from growing up in a conservative family is there's a lot you just don't learn how to talk about. Mm -hmm. So if you can give him a few jumping off points basically that might just help him so that he can be like, oh yeah, that one. Or it'll help him think of something that he hadn't even that hadn't even occurred to him.
3: Yeah. Because yeah, I also don't think you need to give an ultimatum but I think like Mm. yeah, I think you just... You do
5: need to have this conversation though <sighs> yeah. because I and think this is going to sound very harsh I don't mean it to be harsh but in the nicest way if you are three years into a relationship and this is something that you yeah. need outside help from a podcast with I think like that says it has to be a conversation you guys have I don't think it can be yeah. something you just sort of leave and wait for him to eventually bring it up I think it has to be you
3: yeah yeah because the ultimatums ultimatums come after multiple multiple conversations yeah. like an ultimatum's not the first thing like it's something that like this is something we've been dealing with for years and it's not getting better and it's not being fixed and we've tried all these other things and like me or this co- sort of thing but it's not it's not like the first the first thing and then yeah sometimes it sucks that like if you're going to have to be more of the instigator with something like this if mm. you yeah, it's maybe if he was even the one who originally brought up moving in together and then he's not taking like the reins and you're kind of like, well, what the fuck? Like, yeah. sometimes sometimes like, it does suck that there are certain things that like other people just aren't more inclined to do, but it doesn't necessarily denote how much they care or want to do something like that. It's just like not their instinct. Um, and he might be reading. Yeah, your convenience thing as like, oh, she doesn't really like want to move in. I want to wait until she wants to move in, not just for convenience. So have a conversation. Um and yeah, let us know how it goes. Yeah, it's time for don't blame them. Yay! Um, this is where um you guys call in with your own advice. I love this part. What do we have? So I'm excited because this is the first time where we get to have a
4: call back from when it was you were on the last time. No way! Yeah. Wow. Oh,
7: I'm so excited.
4: Yeah, so that's something I'm going to try to start doing when we have repeat guests. <gasps>
7: Hi, Megan, I was calling back, um, I had some advice for the listener in episode 26 talking about, um, kind of her relationship with her boss and wanting to move on to other things. Um, I feel like I'm in a very similar situation at the moment, um. I've worked at um, my current place for about three years, and I've kind of been my boss's go-to. There are other people who do my job, but I'm kind of her go-to in covering shifts, and she trusts me to know everything and uh, be the helper in that. Um, And I kind of had a similar situation with her when I wanted to get a second job this summer um, to make more money for college. And I found personally I think that if you have that friendly relationship with um your employer having that open line of communication and not being like hey i'm leaving tomorrow i'm moving but you know i kind of was talking to her throughout the school year and ahead of time being like hey um, just so you know this summer i'm thinking about getting another job i don't know anything for sure um but I'm thinking that's something I'm gonna do and just giving her the heads up of like, this is something I'm considering, this is something that's important to me and that I'm looking forward to and I really respect your opinion on that, but I just wanna let you know what's going on. So I really think that um, kind of keeping an open line of communication ahead of time and not sharing everything that you're planning in your future or or things like that, but just kind of going to her and um, sharing, that you have this vision for your life and that you're ready to move on and that you've really appreciated that. And this is something you're thinking about and kind of keeping her in the loop with that so that you guys can maintain that relationship that you've built. Um, but still that you can move on and do what you want to do and keep, um, yeah, do what makes you happy.
3: Um, thanks so much. Love the podcast. Bye. Solid advice. Fucking smart. Very smart. People love being in the loop. I love being in the loop. I just love a constant update. So I had to find my friends for Kyle, even though he lives in New York. Yeah. I also I think like it's I think we worry as young people
5: entering the workforce of like letting people down. But I think it's so, so, so common for people like who are young and like newly entering the workforce to have to move around and do and change jobs a lot. And um I think that's just really normal. And I think yeah, you just have to not worry about people taking it personally and just, yeah, be as considerate as you can without jeopardizing your job or mm-hmm. your future. Um, yeah, and just but don't be worried and go
3: after your dreams. Follow your dream, unless you want to be an actor, which I don't recommend following <laughs> those dreams. It's not that fun. Um, yeah, I think that was great. I don't have anything else to add for that one. Yeah. Okay, well, that's it. This one flew by because yeah. we talked so much um, <laughs> well uh, Aislinn plug your stuff oh yeah um, hello uh,
5: <laughs> <laughs> <This> <laughs> I've been Aislin. here for an hour <laughs> Yeah, I'm also like uh, I can plug your <laughs> shit um, yeah uh, you can find me on the internet uh, at Aislinn Paul for pretty much all of my social media handles um, I don't post that frequently but enjoy my content but they're cute, cute like. pictures they there. are
4: Thank you and like they look thought out like they they're are like great
5: pictures I do try yeah.
3: thanks they're very nice well, and uh thanks, if you notice a lot of her selfies are taken here yes the home.
5: majority of my selfies are taken in megan's house she has great light here Thank you. and also you know it's good company
3: <laughs> <laughs> I always know when you disappeared from it I'm like oh she's taking a selfie by the window <laughs> I always know uh, ooh, okay um, well uh, if you guys want to or maybe you don't want to maybe you just really need to call us for an upcoming episode mm. leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976 and international listeners you can send us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com i didn't mess it up this time uh and um yeah guys follow our instagram don't blom meme pod follow melissa and i on instagram um get my presets uh megan ranks pre- megan slash presets hell yeah P- make your instagram feed pop in um hell yeah and uh yeah we'll see you guys next week bye Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, camera operator Amanda Lechner, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso, part of the HerPod Network.
2: Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.
9: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.
0: Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states.